Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, listen, um, Blaze of Glory. We are not, we are not going to spend the whole time talking about the what the f situation in Uvalde, Texas. We discovered this last night, and then this morning we talked about it. You and I talked about it, then and then I talked about it for four hours straight today. But we are going to have to dip back in and say, "Holy hell, f! Holy God, are you kidding me?" Are right. you kidding me that this is now two stories? One is the horrific massacre of a bunch of children by some psychotic piece of cockroach excrement. And the other is complete incompetent policing on the scene. Yeah. Which uh, essentially, it seems to me that they made a trade. Yeah. They'd hand over this one classroom to this kid who was barricaded in, I say in quotes, which means the door was locked, we found out subsequently. That's a very new definition of barricaded, right. I have to say, because they went with barricaded last night, and then like way at the bottom of the AP story was like they had trouble breaching the barricaded door until they found a staff member who had a key. And then right. that's when you go, wait, what? <laughs> you mean barricaded was just they didn't know who had a key to the classroom yet? Right. So, um, so it, it, this is unbelievable. What happened? Apparently, there was no, uh, there was no uh, skirmish outside of the place or exchange of gunfire as he was trying to get into the place with the yeah. school officer. So I just listened to the whole most recent press conference today, mm-hmm. and, which is short. It's like fifteen minutes. You can find it on YouTube. And basically, he crashed the car at eleven thirty a.m. outside the school. He shot at some random people who were at a funeral home that was nearby the school. He went in, he climbed over the fence to get into like the schoolyard area and he hung out around there shooting at stuff and shooting at the school building for like 12 minutes. Yes. Now, 911 was initially called when he crashed the truck and exited the truck. This is his grandmother's 70,000 pickup truck, which is like already weird that the grandmother has a. 70, I mean, okay, true. Fair enough. And we don't know. I mean, the grandmother could be pretty young. Like, she could be mm-hmm. 50, right? So, <clears throat> I don't so know. After sh- he shot her in the face. Right. So, he shot her in the face. There were 911 calls there. He took her truck. He crashed the truck near the school. 
during this time, he's making Facebook posts about how he's going to shoot up a school. He goes, he crashes a truck near the school. He exits the truck with the guns and a bag, which they know is ammo. He goes, uh, is shooting around in the around the school at the school building for about 12 minutes for 12 minutes with impunity just walking around shooting the windows here shooting yeah. there he enters the school building at 11 40 a.m they're saying and at that point the cops get there four minutes later they enter the school building quote receive fire mm-hmm and are wounded and retreat back to outside calling all the backup and whatever now, at this point, he gets himself inside a classroom and starts shooting kids. And they're saying most of the shooting happens like right away in the first few minutes here. And that during- so this is so here's mm-hmm. an eyewitness, a nine year old eyewitness to when this guy entered. Came in, he says, it's time to die. And when I heard the shooting through the door, I, I told my friend to hide under something so they so he won't find us. And. When he shot everybody, he shot both of my teachers, and my teacher fell onto the ground. Okay, so go on. So at this point, the cops are outside, like, calling everybody, and according to the press conference, public safety guy, they're calling, like, all the tactical teams and negotiation teams, and they're calling for body armor, and they're calling for equipment, and they're calling for whatever, right? So they're outside. They're apparently wounded. I don't know how wounded, Right. Um, but, but at some point, there was up to 40 of them out there. Right. So, and then now he's this in is when, the classroom. At the same time, the cops are busy running around, making sure there's police tape, doing crowd control, because right. crowds are gathering. Because by now, parents are here. Here's Many some of parents. them are armed, because it's Texas. Here's some of those parents. Look, they're just off parked and outside, man. They need to go in there. Get in. What the f- is the f- deal, dude? There's shit. Oh, man. Look at that, bro. They're all in there. The cops ain't doing shit. But standing outside, all the kids are inside the school, and they're they're just down. All the parents are gonna go in. They they like our kids are there, man. My son's right there. Take cover. Take cover. The cops are taking cover. There's no doubt about that. They're taking yeah, cover. That's what the guy said. He's like, so they like retreated and secured their position and took cover. Like, excuse me, there's 10 year olds in that building trapped in a classroom with this psycho. So now apparently somewhere in here, they did get school buses and evacuate the people who were not locked in the classroom with this monster. Right. right? So and they're like pointing to that as their great success story. Right. right? They evacuated all the kids not being shot. Right. Okay. So they evacuated all the kids from all the classrooms where there aren't shooters. And they also took credit for containing him in the classroom, which I don't really want to give them a lot of credit for the that fact that gross he word locked that himself is, that in is a there. Gross word he for them went in the room and locked the door, and yes. they're like, look, we contained him. Good well, for us. Well, here's a little bit of the cops now yelling at the crowd. Get across the street. Get across the street. Okay. We're going to back up. Are you going to walk into that gate and get him? Get across the street. We got stuff to do. Yeah, like load kids who aren't in jeopardy onto buses. This is so classically Columbine and so effing, this is such... Right, and they actually, there were parents that wanted to go in, and I mean, according to what we're seeing out here, they actually cuffed and tased some parents who wanted to go in. Mm -hmm. There's video of it. Look, like, I understand not wanting when you're, like, in the middle of a big operation to, like, have amateurs busting in and, like, trying to get involved. I get it, but uh, you're not doing what you need to be doing. It's so, imp- like, obviously people are going to want to be involved right. because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So, so did you read this WSJ story of the mom? Uh, uh, no, but one second. Okay. I, I have it open, but you can read it. Um, but um, so so now the parents are getting desperate. They want to desperately get to save their children, but the cops are tackling them and and um, and arresting them and tasing them. And this is just a, just a little snippet of the utter horrific chaos. <laughs> They hear their children being slaughtered inside. They can hear this happen, and the cops are pushing them. It's a no, 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 no. I am so goddamn. 
this makes me so damn angry. You know, I'm, I'm. This is the rule book now. Is if you're a parent, get your goddamn gun and freaking get into the school. That's gotta be it. That's gotta be it. You're gonna just wait outside while these guys, you know, establish a perimeter and make mm-hmm. sure the tactical response team is on. <sighs> this is yeah effing disgusting. So- Remind, so this is from the WSJ. So they start off with the same timeline I have here. He entered the school unimpeded at 11.40 a.m. The first police arrived on the scene at 11.44, exchanged gunfire with Ramos, who locked himself. Yeah, wait, can I just stop you mm-hmm. for a second? Yep. He entered the school unimpeded. Mm-hmm. So he walked into an unlocked door. That walk, also walk, means... Walk, 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 walk. Which means nobody locked any doors while this, while this guy's shooting at the school, walking around for 12 minutes. Which means, yeah, and did anybody call the... I mean, although the people inside the school should have known this anyway, because like it, when somebody's shooting outside your school building, you should lock the doors just out of common sense. But yes, like, but they might have be- been under the misapprehension that, that those guys coming- outside in uniforms with guns were going to do something. So so they exchanged gunfire with him at 1144. He locked himself in the fourth grade classroom there. He killed students and teachers. A Border Patrol tactical team went into the school at 1240 p.m was able to get into the classroom and kill Ramos. Ms. Gomez, this is a parent now, a farm supervisor, said she was one of numerous parents waiting outside the school who began encouraging, first politely and then with more urgency, police and other law enforcement to enter the school sooner. Mm -hmm. After a few minutes, she said U.S. Marshals put her in handcuffs, telling her she was being arrested for intervening in an active investigation. Ms. Gomez said she convinced local Uvalde police officers whom she knew to persuade the marshals to set her free. A spokesman for the U.S. Marshal Service said deputy marshals never placed anyone in handcuffs while securing Rob Elementary's perimeter. Thank you so much, guys, for securing the perimeter, by the way. It's very helpful. They did that at Columbine, too. They spent all day outside securing the perimeter while kids bled to death inside. And then after the perpetrators already shot themselves, they decided it was safe to go in. Our deputy marshals maintained order and peace in the midst of a grief-stricken community that was gathering the around f- the school. Is everything he broken said. in the world? Is everything broken in the world? The U.S. Marshal Service should just be shut down because that's unfreaking believable. Our deputy marshals maintained order and peace in the midst of the grief-stricken community that was gathering around the school. Ms. Gomez described the scene as frantic. She said she saw a father tackled and thrown to the ground by police and a third pepper sprayed. Once freed from her cuffs, Ms. Gomez made her distance from the crowd, jumped the school fence, and ran inside to grab her two children. She sprinted out of the school with them. Oh my God, God bless her. Good for her. Uh, yeah, and it goes on just describing a bunch of the videos that are out here that people are doing and the WSJ now has here in their article. The Uvalde Police Department could not be reached for comment. Um, so, yeah, so this is now like this is these videos are circulating. Parents are saying this happened. The parents are rip bleep, obviously, and everybody and everything that's going into this. Like, I mean, and then they hold this presser today. Which he gave a bunch of information, the same timeline, whatever, and then he opened it up to questions, which is like what where I had you tee it up for. Yeah. So one more, one more question, please. Is it accurate, is it accurate that eyewitnesses and potentially parents of the students were urging uh, the police to go in while you were waiting for a tactical SWAT team, even that some parents were asking to borrow police armor so they could make a counter assault on the school? I have heard that information. But we have not verified that yet. So, what, I, what, what, well, we've all seen the videos. We have not verified it. That, that a true statement or not? Or is it- he's been happy to go with all sorts of unverified stuff up to this time. You know, they had to redo mm-hmm. their timeline. It's just rumor out there. So you got to understand, we're getting a lot of information. We're trying to track down and see what is true. We want to vet it. You got to understand. <laughs> You don't understand that we, we're hitting all of Journalists our goals. Journalists don't know anything about gathering a lot of information and vetting. We're it, hitting all of say. our goals. You know, after a successful day two days ago, <laughs> we're hitting all our goals. You got to understand. You know, we secured the perimeter, high fives for everybody. We made sure that the crowd was controlled outside. Who were being problematic with us, high fives for everybody. We got all but nineteen kids out alive, high fives for everybody. We secured. We contained him. Yeah, we contained him in a classroom. It seems to me that since you couldn't get into the room and he he contained you to everywhere but the classroom. 
That's all I have for questions. Thank you so much. Is there, is there, is there more? There's more, yeah. Hold on, hold on. So, so look, we appreciate the questions. I got you. Yes, sir. Can I, before we hear this, can mm -hmm. I just say it's so nice to hear journalists doing journalism? Yeah. Jesus. So I have taken all your questions into consideration. We will be doing updates. We will be doing updates to answer those questions. What is your name? Simone. I hear you. Because we've been given a lot of bad information, so why don't we clear all of this up now? Explain to us how it is that your officers were in the for an hour Shimon, we will we will circle back with you. We want to answer <laughs> all your questions. We want to what give you the heck? why. That, that's that's our job. So give us time. I'm taking all your questions. I'm taking them back to talk to the team. And uh, look, thank you for being here. Have a we'll talk soon. We'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you. In Spanish. What an embarrassment. What an embarrassment. I'm going to circle back to you on that. I hear you. I'm going to take your questions back to the team. It's really an easy question, right? right? What were you doing between 1144 when you retreated and 1240 when the tactical team entered the building? It's not that hard a question. Right. And did you stop parents from going into the building during that time and right. who wanted to take your bulletproof vest and go into the building and find their kids? I mean, like, do, right. Is that something that happened? Because doing... we see videos of that happening. We haven't verified that. What were you doing while this kid was doing this? Came in. He says it's time to die. And when I heard the shooting through the door, I, I told my friend to hide under something so they so he won't find us. And. When he shot everybody, he shot both of my teachers, and my teacher fell onto the ground. So, and that was the beginning. So and then a little less than an hour later, um, this is how we're wrapped up. The same kid is experiencing this. Um, like, there's a table, and there's a black curtain on top, and then um, I told my friend to hide under there. And then um, one of my classmates got shot five times, but when the cops saw... When the cops came into our classroom, he said, oh, my God, when he saw all the dead bodies and blood. Oh, my God. How did this happen? What happened in here? My goodness. We had him contained. The guys out there, the, the, the brass is out there giving a, a rah-rah press conference about how awesome. Yeah, we had him contained. Um, well, you... and some people I have seen people make the point, like, well, all the shooting happened, like, towards the beginning. So, like... And I think you're right. I think they made a calculation. They said the kids in that room are just screwed. We can't do anything about that. Let's get the rest of the kids out of the building alive. Right. Like, I think that's what happened. And while that might be in a sense, like, I mean, he probably did do most of the shooting right when he got in there. I don't think it takes an hour to kill 20 un unarmed kids. Right. But but how many of them weren't really dead and were bleeding out during that time, too? And if you'd mm -hmm. gotten them to medical care sooner might have made it you know and like he probably did shoot some well, kids later or whatever well like, yes but one of the girls who survived covered herself in her friend's blood and pretended to be dead on the floor so that she wouldn't get shot again she had bullet shrapnel in her back like i mean that that's it, how many kids died because because they didn't go in there sooner i mean like that's ridiculous uh the the idea there was like like you said there was like 40 of them Yes, the Just idea. Rush in there. The, the idea is not to say, "Well, those kids are screwed." The idea is to make the shooter screwed as soon as you can. Well, right, and I get the point. That what are the chances, guys? Seriously, plus they—he's shooting at us. 
fucking bunch of cowards. God how long, damn it. How long, by the way, does it take to evacuate the rest of the school? Because from what I recall from my school fire drills as a kid, it takes about two minutes to get everybody who's in the building out of the building and into the parking lot. Like, if you know he's in the classroom and you can evacuate people, you can do that relatively quickly. I would say in under 10 minutes, even with everybody in lockdown, right? And I don't think they could have possibly been in lockdown if the school building was unlocked. I don't know. There's so many still so many unanswered questions about what went wrong here. This is obviously like a colossal screw up at every level. 40 minutes to an hour is unbelievable. Unless we've just degraded law enforcement so much over the last two years that their that their prime directive is now different. Well, I, I well, do think... Before we go further, mm-hmm. into, I'm going to train it to law enforcement in a moment, but I want to play the, the audio of the daughter of... The dad of the daughter who was covered... No, 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 sorry. Have you seen this? I don't think so. Okay, no. so this is this is related to what you, you just, just mentioned. This is a dad who was one of the dads not allowed to go in to save his own daughter, who was waiting for his daughter, yet was holding her picture, and then saw one of her little classmates come out covered in blood. And so he tried to help her and comfort her. And during that he found the horrific news about his own daughter. I was aiding assistance. One little girl was just just covered in blood, head to toe. Like, I thought she was injured. I asked her what was wrong. And she says she's okay. She was hysterical, saying that they shot her best friend, that they killed her best friend, and she's not breathing, and that she was trying to call the cops. And I asked the little girl the name, and she's... <laughs> and she told me, she said, Amory. She was... The sweetest little girl who did nothing wrong. She listened to her mom and dad. She always brushed her teeth. She did. She was creative. She made things for us. She never got in trouble in school. Like I just want to know what she did to be a victim. That guy is f- finished. That guy is broken. Mm-hmm. That's what we heard him saying right now is him trying to make sense of anything anymore now that the light of his life is gone. Right. When it, seconds mattered. Mm-hmm. This when is, seconds mattered, law enforcement set up a perimeter for an hour for an and thought about things. Ugh. But so... To go back kind of to your theory that like law enforcement isn't the same as it used to be. And I think there is something to this. And I do think that it's part of a broader agenda by the left in general to um, to sort of erode these institutions that are really important to a functioning society and that they know conservatives respect like the military, like law enforcement. Like they know that conservatives have this respect for and appreciation for the people that like keep us safe and keep our society safe. And they've realized that they can't just like demonize cops into like conservatives not liking them anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. With all this Black Lives Matter stuff and whatever. So what they've done and they've done it like everywhere. Right. Is they've corrupted and eroded the institutions. Look at how even like the three letter agencies in the federal government have changed. The FBI, the CIA, like I, I no longer have respect for most of these agencies and the things that they do. The intelligence community and the stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. They're utterly captured by progressive politics, right? The military is in the process of being uh, utterly captured by progressive politics, right? It, w- and when you look at like what they've been doing, purging people who won't get the vaccine, purging people who they're calling white supremacists, are they really? I don't know because they call everything that breathes and doesn't agree with them on every th- single thing ever a white supremacist, right? So, and like in that bill that they put forward in the Senate today, in reaction for this school shooting that Republicans voted down, this new domestic terrorism bill, one of the things in there was a new agency to get rid of white supremacists in the military. Like, that's that's where they are. We need to stop domestic terrorism, so we need to go through our military and get rid of anybody who's a conservative there. Because we know now that that's what they mean when they say white supremacists and terrorists, mm-hmm. right? Because they've, they've showed their cards. They literally said that parents that go to school board meetings are terrorists. So they're going to take this thing that happened with this sick monster going into a school and murdering children and saying, to handle this, we need this new domestic terrorism bill. And then they're going to point the domestic terrorism bill at you. 
right? And they're going to say that you're like that guy because you went and yelled at the school committee, Mm -hmm. right? They're drawing a moral equivalence between garbage like this guy and the Boston Marathon bomber and the Buffalo shooter and the Charleston church shooter and whoever else, the congressional baseball shooter and say, well, we all agree we need to do something about domestic terrorism, right? Domestic terrorism is bad. Here's this bill to do this. And then they're going to point it at just regular people, right? That's what they're going to do. And they're going to take all this sort of warm fuzzies for law enforcement and the government protecting people and doing the right thing. And they're going to use it against people to to empower these agencies to do really bad stuff. They have, you know, corrupted all these agencies from the top to the bottom. I'm not shocked that it was the U.S. Marshals and not the local police who cuffed this mom and finally the local police who let her go. Right. It would not surprise me if, like, the federal police were the F-ups in this situation, truly, and who directed local police to not do what they wanted to do, because many of them had kids in the school also. So I don't know what's going to come out of this investigation here, but I do know that Democrats have had a long-standing beef with the police and a long-standing beef with conservatives to have a problem with the police, and that they have utterly destroyed um, the, the credibility of most law enforcement. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Agencies, right? I mean, these institutions are not what they once were or what conservatives believe that they are. And like, and they need that to be true because to do any of these things that they want to do, any of these gun control things or whatever, they need police, they need law enforcement, they need military that's on their side and will do this and that is, you know, totally on board with their agenda of what they want to do. Because, and it's a dangerous thing, frankly, you know. How are you going to get real gun control in this country unless you have a police force that is willing to enforce it? And I don't think most local police forces want to be knocking on doors and collecting people's guns. I just don't think most of them do. You know, I I don't I don't know what the answer is, but I like I the, the cynicism of Democrats in response to this and the things that they've been doing in particular around uh, police and the military, I find incredibly disturbing. Right. And, you know, I I I appreciate the police as much as the next conservative. And I think there are still a lot of good cops out there who have taken all this BS and put up with so much stupidity and have stuck it with it and are still there and in the military too right there are people there that are still doing the right thing and serving for the right reasons but then there's like it's yeah i don't know what the the tipping point is going to be when these institutions are going to be totally captured by this these crazy Uh, ideologies it's not helping it's not helping that this psychotic stuff is having happening in davos as well Here's um, World Economic Forum, Helen E. Clark, whatever the F that is, um, talking about uh, the COVID battle. By the way, the Boston sewer treatment plant has COVID down like 49%, whatever. So really, we should be saying goodbye to this, but these globalists at the World Economic Forum... Right, we didn't even feel this wave. It basically right. didn't happen. The, the Global Economic World Economic Forum is does not want to let go. The reality is that political resolve to fight COVID is waning. Popular support for measures is is waning. You know, people are over COVID. The problem is it's not done with us, but we're in danger Ooh. of losing this moment for transformative uh, change. And let's face it. But what? We're at risk of losing this moment for what? 
transformative change. Mm-hmm. People are still dying in significant numbers every, every day. People are still developing long COVID every day. Uh, low-income countries uh, are horribly, horribly under, under-vaccinated. We've got issues here and now. I think another reason is that the package of things that has to happen is trans-sector, and there hasn't yet been uh, an effort to try and bring together a, a head of state and government level focus on the range of things that needs to be done. We said this needs a special session at the General Assembly. It needs a negotiated political declaration that brings the different threads together. We're talking not just the WHO and health ecosystem. We're talking the WTOs. We're talking the IFIs. We're talking the wide range of... Oh, f*** off, lady. I am so sick of these psychotics, overpaid, over-credentialed psychotics talking about this stuff. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. These people, if you haven't noticed, to quote Donald Trump, they're not bringing their best. They're not bringing their best in law enforcement or the military or in uh, in disease handling at the CDC or the WHO, whatever that. These institutions are mierda. They are. They're absolute shite. I have no pro. Okay, so let's think of something happy, please, Alice. Happy, 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 happy. Is there anything happy happening? Um, it's National Redhead Day. There you oh, go. congratulations so, to your children! Yeah, so two of them I got a cake for. That's fun. <sighs> yep. Unfortunately, Allison, That's this is fun. bad news. You might be angry that there were no cakes available in the rotten section at Market Basket, so I had to go get one from the regular mm, section. Yeah. So it cost. Well, us- I hope it, at least it had some human anatomy decorated on it. Do you know where I'm going with that? No. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Okay. That, okay. Thank you for that, Alice. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sorry, we were talking cakes there for a second, but uh, we were talking cakes. But then it made me think of a local <laughs> school that we know of. God, you're obsessed with this one. I do like this story. I okay. do. Go ahead. A local school that we know of um, had the students. Because of the threat, obviously, to a woman's right to choose, had the students selling cupcakes to raise money for Planned Parenthood, and the cupcakes were decorated with little vaginas at the high school locally that we know of. And, you know, parents approved of this, teachers approved of this, the woke parents all were thrilled and all commenting how wonderful it was. Is this a public school in Melrose? Yes. This is a public the, a high school. Yes. Did this and they, everybody signed off on it. Yes. They loved it. They thought it was awesome that the students, A, were raising money for Planned Parenthood, which is sick and gross. And B. Th- th- you know, that's one of the reasons why we homeschool, which, <laughs> uh, which is why for me, that would be the end of it. That's the end. You're coming home. No more. No more. Well, and I don't understand, too. Right. Like. I personally would find that incredibly offensive. And like if that happened in my workplace, if somebody was selling cupcakes with vaginas on them at my workplace, for example, to raise money for something, I would file a sexual harassment complaint with HR. A hundred percent in under a like in under a minute, I would be shooting off my email to HR because that's incredibly offensive. And they said it was like to normalize female anatomy and that's great. And like, you know, what is everybody so scared of? And like the people that complained, they were like, don't you have other stuff to worry about? Why are you so afraid of whatever? And like, why do you hate women, etc.? Like, I think if you had baked goods in the shape of male anatomy, people right. would also have right. a problem with that. I'm just saying, like, I would think that was sexual harassment too. These are heavily medicated psychotic. But I can't believe nobody complained. If my student went to that school, I would be filing a Title IX complaint the next day. Well, yes. For for because that's what they file under all all the sexual harassment things under. If if your male teacher showed you a picture of that, not in sex ed mm-hmm. class but just to normalize that's, female anatomy that would be harassment yeah, right there why that, is it okay for students to be selling cupcakes with that on them that is sick and twisted and I guarantee screwed up you, I guarantee you that in that town the debate was more about the level of gluten in them than the fact that they were, looked like female anatomy and by the way just so you know you haven't uh, you haven't taken all the manliness out of men I'm sure the boys uh, thought it was the best thing in the world when they saw it. Of course. 
The boys liked it. That's why it's sexual harassment. And that's why you normally wouldn't want to see female anatomy at school or a naked anything at school because that's so inappropriate and would be considered harassment under any normal society that people functioned under. It's incredible to me that like the, this didn't cause a problem for anybody. And I mean, like, I hope somebody still does file a Title IX complaint or whatever. But I was just like blown away by that and by that story that that you know, people were fine with that and went ahead with it in all that in all that way. I, I couldn't believe it. And like, I couldn't believe how many of the comments on the Facebook page about it were positive, too. I just I was, you know, so blown away by the whole thing. And 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 I think it's like an oncoming trend, too. Like, I, I think we're going to see more of this, like, normalizing sexuality and female anatomy and whatever anatomy and all this stuff because frankly like I mean I'm surprised no trans person complained that it was transphobic to say that was female anatomy because they'll have you believe that females can have penises too and that trans people are the most impacted by abortion Can we think anyway. of anything happy to talk about? Anything. Anything. Um... Anything going on in our lives? Oh that's right I took a lift today Mm-hmm. From here, since my license is now suspended, I took a lift from here. Yeah. To uh, Market Basket, Newburyport, and then another lift from there with the kids. By the way, with car seats. Mm-hmm. Yep. To um to the VFW there, and then I took another one to for for play practice, and then I took another one from there to another Market Basket in um, Groveland, and then I took another lift from there back to here. So you know, I've been abiding by my uh, my sentence, which mm-hmm. is certainly fine. I have no problem with that. I look forward to my court date, which is I can consider totally fair. Totally fair. I've only been a a, a essentially a uh, a resident of the state of Massachusetts for forty nine years, essentially, and only paid taxes since I was fifteen years old, maybe fourteen. I'm not even sure, but but that's fine. That's, I think it's totally fine now that my license gets suspended because, because yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm fine with it. I think it's cool. I'm great with it. I'm absolutely taking lifts everywhere and enjoying it. And I'm not plotting my revenge at all whatsoever. And I look forward to my day in court where I get to miss work for a day. So that I get to talk to another adult in a robe and ask them to allow me to drive an automobile around so I can take kids to places because I can't be trusted anymore. Because uh, Lowell, Massachusetts has a traffic and construction problem, and I got a ticket there, but I, it was during COVID, so I couldn't adjudicate it there, and then they waited two years, and I couldn't make it to the place because I had a new job. I'm sorry I did that. I'm a bad person. I'm sorry I did that. I'm a bad person. <sighs> you need to talk to them, Alice. AOC is selling her Tesla mm. because Elon Musk is mean. So... She's done with that now. She feels there are other options for electric vehicles now. So maybe she'll drive an electric Ford F-150. Do you think so? I don't know what she's going to be driving, but she claims to want to sell her Tesla because she doesn't like him. Um, and in other news of famous people uh, not doing stuff because of politics, uh, Don McLean and two other country singers. I don't know if I call him a country singer per se, but... Amer- Don McLean? Is American Pie a country song? No. Is I don't even know he's American. Is he American, Don McLean? Maybe um, he is. Well, anyway, he was supposed to perform at the NRA Grand Old Night of Freedom mm-hmm. on Saturday, uh, but he is not going to now because of Uvalde, Texas. So, it, You know, it's interesting. Much like most of these other shootings, at the end of the day, it makes the case for why American citizens need guns. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. Right. I would if say the cops so because the stand cops around aren't going to do anything. Take parents away while kids get. To, you know what? No, I'm not doing this. I would. We're done. We're done. We're done. We have to create a happy mood, Alice. Happy mood. What makes you happy in life? What are your happiest things? <sighs> so let me actually. We can make it dry a tangent from the subject to this. Okay. I think that one of the reasons why you've got psychos blowing places away is because they're not tethered to anything. They have no mission in life, no cause, no reason to be. 
no greater yearning uh, for to be embarking on a journey that they might want to take. So for you, for instance, you're a Christian, and you're Jesus Christ and in God and all that. That everything that that entails plays a long a lot into your life, and and now with kids, it's very enriching to see them establish values of themselves and and then have an inclination towards kindness and goodness, etc. And it comes from I think it comes from one way or another it a place of Judeo Christian values. Now I am a a less moral person than you, but but I also have purpose and meaning. I've been on a media journey. I've been, since I was 30, I've been on a mission to try to do something extraordinary. I'm not sure if I've done anything extraordinary, but I've done some interesting stuff, you know. And so I'm on this mission as well. And this podcast is part of this mission. So you have something that fills up your whole reason to be acting the way you are day to day. Right. Now, I think part of the problem is that there are some people out there who have no reason day to day i think that that's true i think that in particular with young men which is who all these shooters are and bombers make it happen everybody okay stay away from the shooting if you don't okay mind. okay okay i think that um that there's um that that yes people there are a lot of people an increasing number of people in our society who have a lack of purpose and i think that the problem is particularly exacerbated uh, among men because i think i mean i think really manhood entails having a purpose do you know the password to that mm, is it oh. it's your daughter's birthday does okay. that help you <laughs> i'll give it a shot um so i think that manhood in particular requires having a purpose and and Men need to have a purpose. And I think that that being a man in general is having a sense of purpose. Like I listened to this podcast recently Mm -hmm. where it was about, um, you know, masculine energy and feminine energy. Right. And how masculine energy is putting things in order. Right. (laughs) And feminine energy is creating life. Right. So these are like the two gods of the ancient world that are worshipped like across all these different cultures. Mm. The divine masculine, the the bull, the beast of beasts, behemoth. Right. The bull god that's that's in the oldest human civilization sites we have. Right. We have people worshipping some kind of bull god. Right. That's masculine energy. That's like when which when it's toxic is tyranny, force, destruction, killing, violence. Right. Because Mm. that's like the ultimate of bending the world to your will. Right. But feminine energy is creating life and and loving and nurturing. Mm. But when it's and that's the the ocean goddess like all the ancient cultures have the world being born out of like an ocean god right Mm. out of chaos and feminine energy out of control is the ocean it is chaos it's the jungle right it's full of life and it's nurtured but it's dangerous and toxic too because there's no order Mm. just as masculine energy has no respect for life and is ultimately destructive when out of control and without feminine energy and that's why like god's purpose for people requires like both masculine and energy both masculine energy and feminine energy in conjunction with each other putting each other in check you know and i think that we've seen such a breakdown of the family and of marriage as an idea between like you know between the instincts of a mother which are loving and nurturing but ultimately unchecked lead to chaos and the instincts of a father mm. that are order and discipline but ultimately unchecked are tyranny right is, is the default chaos and tyranny unless it's countered um right yeah the default without right so the like first beginning of the bible in genesis or the jewish bible the torah right is like the you know before god made anything it was without form and void right it was without form and empty that's those two things it's without order without masculine energy and without uh, 
life creation, it's empty. It has nothing in it, right? So creation is simultaneously, and we are, God calls us to be sub-creative beings. We're called to be a part of his creation and continue his creative work in the world, right? That creation, the act of creation is creating life and bringing order to it. It requires both. And minus either one, everything falls apart. Like the inert state of the universe without creative energy is nothingness. It's non-existence, non-being, mm. right? So that's, and I, and I think that like we're seeing that deterioration into that in our society right now with the breakdown of family, right? That I don't think that without the energy of a father in the home and a mother in the home that you're able, and I mean, there's great single parents. Don't get me wrong. There are parents that do a great job that are single parents. Um, but the fact is that we know, we know statistically that even divorced parents mm is way worse for kids than married parents, right? Because you're not in the home with both parents all the time. And that's statistically, it's on average. There's all kinds of kids that grow up from mm -hmm. divorced parents that turn out great, right? Uh, often, I think, because parents stay involved in the biggest way they possibly can, right? But, you know, it. I don't think anybody can possibly argue that that's the ideal situation for kids growing up, right? Because statistically, mm -hmm. we just like know that that's not true. And I think that the particular problems that we have in our society right now, including all kinds of crime and malaise and suicide and drug use and all these things, and this like lack of purpose this, that young people are growing up without, is that they lack this sense that they're called to participate in something and that participating in society and in family and all these these not organizations but these sort of like concentric circles around us of things that we're a part of whether that's like our family or our broader town or our society or our church or whatever it is that these require purpose from us right and they require purpose from us according to our place in the universe right and and that truly i think a lot of young men are lacking a sense of what manhood means and what their purpose is because they don't they don't know what manhood is and they don't know that manhood in and of itself is a purpose to have in your life. I think that's wonderfully said, Alice. My goodness. Oh, Man, you took the ball and ran over that one. My well, goodness. I was just kind of thinking about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that you need fulfillment in life and you need things to surround yourself with family and loved ones in events in things where you can congregate and share. And there needs to be, it's, I, I swear there's an energy. Like, even the other day, I saw my friend, I saw Dan, well, yesterday, when after I was arrested mm -hmm. by, by, unjustly, by the, by the police, I saw Dan to retrieve our kids because we had to, because I had to be bailed, whatever. So I had I to go there, save you. And he said, how you been? And I thought, wow, they're so busy and we're so busy and we're next door that like we never see them anymore. And it was like nice to see. It's nice to see these people, but it's it's so hard to do. But it's one of those things that, you know, when you can congregate and, and have fun and have re really live the life that's worth living apart from all the work, mm -hmm. et cetera, it is good. Which brings me to Alice. A uh, little concert on Sunday, June 5th. Have you heard of this? Um, I think I know where you're going with this. Check out a Middlesex concert band concert on Sunday, June 5th at 3 p.m. in Wakefield State-of-the-Art Performing uh, Art. Okay, so unfortunately, I can't read. It It's Wakefield State-of-the-Art Performing Arts Center in the Galvin Middle School. That's right in the center of town, which is a cool-looking school in a great center of town. What's that Irish bar down there that we used to go to? Harrington's? Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, that was so fun. Uh, normally, so this is Sunday, June 5th is when the concert is. Normally, admission is 15 bucks for adults, but this time it's free to everyone, thanks to a generous, anonymous donation. The concert, called Stories and Music, is a presentation of music that's been used to tell some of our favorite stories. More details are at mbcconcertband.org. M MBC mcbconcertband.org mm -hmm. mcb concert i'm a high school graduate remember <laughs> i graduated i believe last in my class so this is this is tough for me uh more details are at mcbconcertband.org again the concert is at the galvin middle school in wakefield on sunday june 5th at 3 p.m sunday june 5th at 3 p.m 
What are we doing Sunday, June 5th, 3 p.m.? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe either. we'll be at a concert. Maybe we'll be at a concert. We'll see. We'll see if we can uh, if we can get down there. We certainly hope. we've got a bunch of friends who are uh, from the area. So www.mcbconcertband.org. Guys, thank you so much for this week has been a tough week. And we'll get back to the to the uh, chat chat etc next week. And so ideally, some normalcy. This is tough. I know that this has been tough for you guys too. You've many of you guys have sent messages, etc., and just saying how you're handling all this. And I know that uh, it it ain't easy. So we really appreciate you being so great. And uh, I just want to say thank you, thank you so much, and thank you. Was it Tommy New Hampshire sent the picture of the uh, of the merch? I, think I don't it know was. if I saw that. Great picture of, of some of the merch that you guys got. I'm wearing it. Oh, no, I was wearing it. I was I wore it for two days in a row, which is why I wore it <laughs> fast yesterday. I'm also wearing some right now. Step I'm wearing on merch. Step on white. Oh, is that the sexy half shirt? No, this is just a regular sweatshirt. Okay. Oh. You look lovely, Alice. Thank you. Thank you uh, to everybody again. I know Tom said it. I'll say it again. I don't know if we could have got through this week without you guys. It was a tough one. I was crying today because it was so terrible, but I appreciate you. It's been great talking to you. Talk to us, as always, on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod. You can email us, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com or uh, at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's a place to leave a voice message. Say la Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.